ان الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد اذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقره اعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى اله الاطهار واصحابه الاخيار ومن تبعهم باحسان وهدى الى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اما بعد فيا عباد الله اني اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا اله الا الله واعلم ان خير الدنيا والاخره في تقوى الله وطاعته وان شر الدنيا والاخره في معصيه الله ومخالفته وان الساعه اتيه لا ريب فيها وان الله يبعث من في القبور all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most beneficent the merciful the all-knowing and the most wise subhanahu wa ta'ala we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship except our lord Allah jalla jalalu the creator of the heavens and the earth who the one who created and continues to sustain everything in existence everything that we see everything in the cosmos we praise him and we testify that there is no god except him and we bear witness that our noble and beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is his final prophet and messenger who came with the religion of truth and who left us upon clear guidance that none veer away from except that they bring upon themselves destruction and we seek allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection from that for us and for our children and for our loved ones that we are all firm upon his way salawatullahi wa salamu alayh my beloved community elders brothers and sisters i remind myself and all of you to be mindful of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have taqwa of allah jalla jalalu and to realize and recognize that part of our taqwa part of our service and devotion to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is having reverence for what he has chosen and exalted and revered and what he has made sacred and what he has made dignified and honorable subhanahu wa ta'ala we uh, say often in our dua that uh, uh, no one that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevates and honors can ever be debased and nothing that is debased in the sight of allah can ever be elevated and honored and that the greatest in all of creation the most beloved to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who he jalla jalalu out of his mercy and out of his uh, uh, generosity towards us he sent he sent subhanahu wa ta'ala as a guide and a mercy to all the worlds is our prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and that's something that we should be thankful for and that is something that we should take very seriously and recognize and that there are so many things in the world that uh, uh, often 
present themselves as having value, as something that will bring value into our lives. But anything that veers away from the way of the Prophet Muhammad to the extent that it strays away from his path, it is dishonored. And it is something that does not bring us benefit, neither in this life nor in the hereafter. That everything that he came with, salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi, and the noble Qur'an that was revealed upon him, is the measure of all benefit and good and truth. And that he is our example. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only promised us salvation in following him, salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi, which is a gift in and of itself, which is enough reason to be people who dedicate ourselves inwardly and outwardly to his sunan, his ibadah, his devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his character, his state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of that is deserving of dedication. But in addition to that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up a door for us out of his mercy and generosity and out of showing us the sign and the proof of the rank of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam that Allah promised us that if we follow him that Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bestow his love upon us. That this is really what this affair is about. That it is not limited just to a, a, a list of do's and don'ts. But in reality, what we are experiencing, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us in this life, and the opportunity that He has given us, is being the most honored among all of creation. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought forth all of the souls of the children of Adam, and He made them testify, أَلَسْتُ بِرَبِّكُمْ Am I not your Lord? And preceding that, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created our father, Adam alayhi salam, and he had the angels bow down to him. That was all an honor for us to know and realize that we have a potential to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we realize that potential, that even the beings in the heavenly realm show their honor and, and revere a person of that stature, a person who has accomplished that, whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made their heart and soul the repository of the knowledge of His names and attributes and essence, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But all of that is achieved through following the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa There is no angel or no prophet or no created being ever in existence that has the knowledge that he has of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That has the awareness, the, 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 the taqwa and the khushu' and the khashya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is no one who has a heart more radiant than the heart of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is no one who recognizes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's majesty and beauty and absolute perfection like Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do we realize the gift that we've been given? Do we realize who our Imam is? Do we realize who we are connected to? Are we going to, are we going to trade that for something else, lowly? For something else that doesn't produce any fruits, neither in this life nor in the, in the next? 
Are we going to honor people who they themselves are broken and in need and follow them and leave the one who has the keys to paradise? Salawatullahi wa salamuhu That would be a very poor trade if anyone made that choice. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ For someone who comes into this world and realizes that they have a creator and that this creator has bestowed blessings upon them that are seen and unseen. And even if a person reflects a little bit beyond that and thinks about the blessings that they've been given, they're overwhelmed at the extent of one blessing before they're able to fully comprehend it. And then they say, this creator who created me and sustained me, I love uh, my creator for all the blessings that he's bestowed upon me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ Say, O Prophet, to humanity, if you love Allah, فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ When you realize that your Lord is deserving of love and devotion and gratitude, and that this is just a, 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 a small atom's weight of the blessings that you've been given in comparison to His love and His rida subhanahu wa ta'ala, and if that is what the sweetness of gratitude for what He has given you brings the love of Him in your heart, then what does that compare to His love towards you? Then you follow the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And our teachers tell us that the way that we attain these higher degrees is through ta'alluq and then tahalluq and then tahakkuq. That you have an attachment to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The way that you attain some of what he has, salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi, the beginning is attachment. And you know this world, there's a, a lot of people now are sensitive to the word attachment because there's so many unhealthy attachments in the world today. But this is one of the attachments that bears all of the fruits of blessings and benefit and success is being attached to the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent as a mercy to the worlds. The one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent as the messenger for all people until the end of time. And then tahalluq. And then you take on his character traits. What he did sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why is the sunnah so elevated and honored? And as Imam al-Sha'rani says, that there every level in paradise relates back to a sunnah of the Prophet So according to how many degrees you want to ascend in paradise, that's the level or the amount of sunan you take into your life. Because everything that he did is a key to higher and higher levels. Salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi. So then we begin to uh, have an attachment to him. And we want to be like him. Salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi. In his forbearance, in his mercy, in his beautiful character, in his generosity, in his love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in his determination, in his courage, in his strength, sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, and every praiseworthy virtue you can ever think of, the fullest expression and the reality of it is found in our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, and then that leads to tahakkuq, when a person becomes actualized and realized in ubudiyyah, in servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and servitude to Allah jalla jalalu, 
is being free from everything else. As one of the great scholars of Islam, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Habib says, وَكُنْ عَبْدًا صِرْفًا لَهُ تَكُنْ حُرًّا عَنْ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ Be completely a servant to him and you will be free from everything other than Allah. And all the shackles of the dunya, the shackles of what people think of you, the shackles of all of these uh, distractions, they will be released and you will be free to, to ascend in the degrees of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But one of the greatest ways that we can do that and everything that has been said is an introduction to this is by sending abundant salawat upon him sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa Someone might say that's really lofty, that's very high level. It might seem abstract. 1400 years later, how do I make sense of all of that? The depth and the profundity of this deen, the easy way, the shortcut to all of that is sending abundant salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. And we'll just look at a few ahadith that talk about the benefits and the virtues of doing so. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم قال من صلى علي صلاة واحدة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة He said صلى الله عليه وسلم Whoever invokes one blessing of Allah upon me Allah will send ten upon him And this is your invoking Allah's blessing upon the Prophet But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly from him not even mentioned through the intermediary of an angel or a blessing will manifest in your life. No, Allah will send 10 blessings upon you for every one that you ask from Him upon His beloved Prophet And the scholars say the meaning of this is, is that Allah will send 10 mercies upon you, forgive you 10 sins and raise you 10 degrees as indicated in another hadith that explains this meaning. And in another beautiful hadith, as if, if that was the only one that we had, it would be enough. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly gives you ten blessings. But there's more, much, much, much more. وعن ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن أول الناس بي يوم القيامة أكثرهم صلاة عليه. That he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wa Wasallam, in a hadith narrated by Imam Al Tirmidhi and Ibn Hibban, who declared it as Sahih, that the person with the most right to me on the day of resurrection, on the day of resurrection, when everyone will flee, when the person will flee from their brother, and their mother and father, and their own children, and they will want nothing to do with anyone else. And the only one who can stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to manifest mercy upon His creation, the one who was given that permission is the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa And he says, the person with the most right to me on that day, in that moment, when everyone will need him, when everyone will wish that they had an opportunity to have closeness and to have an audience with the Prophet ﷺ, he says ﷺ, is the person, the person who has the most right to me, is the one who sent the most salawat upon me. Look at the benefit of that. And it will benefit us in this life and even more so in the hereafter. In another hadith, 
عن أوس بن أوس رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم إن من أفضل أيامكم يوم الجمعة فأكثروا علي من الصلاة فيه فإن صلاتكم معروضة عليك He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The best of your days is the day of Jumu'ah So send abundant salawat upon me Invoke Allah's peace and blessings upon me Abundantly on that day فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ مَعْرُوضَةٌ عَلَيْهِ For your blessings, your prayers of peace upon me Are presented to me قَالُوا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ كَيْفَ تُعْرَضْ صَلَاتُنَا عَلَيْكُ وَقَدْ أَرَمْتُ O Messenger of Allah, how will our prayers of peace upon you be presented to you after you have passed. And then he said, وسلم, and this is so people can, even the most basic person can understand. Allah has pre- prevented the earth from eating at the bodies of the prophets. If that's the preservation that Allah gives their physical bodies, then what about their spiritual reality? What about their state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If that's the physical body, which is from the earth anyway, it is of this realm, then what about their state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What about their spiritual reality? And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making it easy for people to understand. But people of deeper understanding attain deeper meanings. So this is an indication that when you send salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your salawat upon him is presented to him. Which shows that he has a connection to his ummah even in the life of the barzakh. And we know that he has a connection to his ummah on the day of resurrection and even in paradise. That the Prophet ﷺ, the highest level of paradise is in the middle. The highest level, quanti- uh, qualitatively, not the highest physically, but the highest in reality is in the middle. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ will be there. But he wanted to be close to members of his ummah. He didn't want to be distant from the people in the lowest level of paradise. So he's connected even in paradise. He has a concern for his ummah. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. And the final hadith that we'll look at briefly is عن أبي ابن كعب رضي الله عنه قال قلت يا رسول الله إني أكثر الصلاة فكم أجعل لك من صلاتي O Messenger of Allah, I send abundant salawat. So how much should salawat should I send upon you? And for the sake of brevity, I'll just read the translation. How many of my salawat should I send upon you? He replied, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as much as you like. And said, Sayyidina Ubay ibn Ka'b says, I said one quarter, one quarter of my extra devotion sending salawat upon you. He replied, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as much as you like. But if you increase it, it would be better for you. I then said half of them. He replied, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as much as you like. But if you increase, it would be better for you. I then said two-thirds, and he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as much as you like. But if you increase, it would be better for you. Then I said, in that case, should I then dedicate all my extra invocations to sending peace and blessings upon you? He replied, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you do so, your worries will be relieved and your sins will be forgiven. And this is narrated by Imam Ahmad and Tirmidhi and Al-Hakim who narrated it and who said that it was Sahih. And in another riwayah, the Prophet says, Your needs, your worries will be alleviated in this life and the next. 
in this life and the next. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is akramul akrameen. So let us be people who send abundant salawat upon the Prophet Let us be people who have reverence for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored and elevated. And let us be people of gratitude to the one who sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If it was not for his dua in the middle of the night for you and I and every member of this ummah, we would not be standing here. We would not be praying in this moment if it wasn't for his turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking for guidance and mercy for his creation subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us be grateful just as we are grateful to our parents for bringing us into this world and taking care of us. Then we should be grateful to the one who gives us salvation and the life of the hereafter. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqul mubin. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ وَقَالَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ سَبَقَتْ لَهُمْ مِنَ الْحُسْنَى أُولَئِكَ عَنْهَا مُبْعَدُونَ لا يسمعون حسيسها وهم في مشتهد أنفسهم خالدون لا يحزنهم الفزع الأكبر وتتلقاهم الملائكة هذا يومكم الذي كنتم توعدون يوم نطوي السماء كطي السجل للكتب كما بدأنا أول خلق نعيده وعدنا علينا إن كنا فاعلين ولقد كتبنا في الزبور من بعد الذكر أن الأرض يرثها عبادي الصالحون إن في هذا لبلاغا لقوم عابدين وما أرسلناك إلا رحمة للعالمين بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وآجارنا من خزه وعذابه الأليم قولوا قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness indeed he is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله My beloved community, elders, brothers and sisters, children, let us all have a dedicated time of day or a dedicated amount where we send salawat upon the Prophet When you're commuting to work, if you're uh, cooking or you're preparing something or you're in between things, send salawat upon the Prophet And if that becomes difficult, even in our homes, we should turn on the Burda Sharifa, listen to recordings of people sending salawat upon the Prophet and the qasaid and the anashid that glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that there are so many beautiful alternatives and easy ways to introduce this into our lives. And the proof is in the pudding. If you do this, you will see changes in your life. 
you will see changes within yourself and in your state and the way that you feel and then you will see changes in the, your even your connection to this deen and the sweetness that you have in worship being connected to the one وسلم, who was Allah's complete servant and his perfected slave and as the scholars say that we need to perfume our gatherings and perfume our homes and perfume our tongues with sending salawat upon the Prophet and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tawfiq to do so and that when we do so inshallah becomes a means of relief and alleviation for the entire ummah يا أرحم الراحمين ويا أكرم الأكرمين وإن الله أمرنا بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثنى بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وواجه بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما وتعظيما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله 